Hi everyone, it's Alice here. Welcome to episode 30 of Roll Plus Pod, Holy Hell. Well, looking back on last week's episode, the party has had it rough, Avina in particular. Sadly, it doesn't seem to be looking up for a much either in this week's episode, but I'm not going to spoil that. I thought that in today's intro, it would be interesting to look into Amram's hatred of the undead. So we all know that Amram served in Last Wall for many years, having ran away from home and lying about her age to enlist. During her time at Last Wall, Amram has seen many fall to the undead scourge, Amram herself barely making out a few times by the skin of her teeth. A near lifetime of listening to the screams of dying soldiers and the clashing of weapons leave scars which do not heal easily. Having sworn to protect the living from the undead, Amram takes her fight against undead creatures very seriously and is willing to lay down her life for it. After all, the undead have wrought nothing but suffering in Amram's world spanning from her vampire father spawning a child who is deemed an abomination by many, to watching people die all around her in Last Wall. Well, I don't want to go too much into Amram's backstory just yet, so I'm going to leave it there for now. Before I let you enjoy the episode, I need to issue a trigger warning. This episode contains graphic descriptions of torture and explicit violence. Remember to be kind to yourselves and to be mindful of those around you. If you don't want to listen in, then catch us in the episode after, where Chris will recap the important bits without any of the graphic description. Anyway, without further ado, please enjoy the episode. This week on Roll Plus Pod, the party continued their exploration of the Harrowstone prison and discovered just how depraved the horrors can be. Exploring deep into the Reaper's hold, the barbaric and evil events from Harrowstone's past come into sharp focus even sharper reality this 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 particular individual does look to have been tortured quite violently prior to oh his death, god it's gonna be prior it's to their death and as the horrors develop the party are unsure if they can handle what might be coming next that's that? a descriptive touch i don't know how to feel about <laughs> paranoia might finally pay off as roxy manages to see past my deceptions i knew it wasn't in an enemy color for the random excuses of whatever crap you came up with i knew it alice might have reached the end of the line with some of the less savory elements of the story can you stop making me do shit? <laughs> <laughs> but emlyn to the rescue though like most of emlyn's ideas it seems things might not be as entirely thought through as one would hope right i've got an idea and i don't know if it's gonna work what have the party found that takes the history of harrowstone to a darker place what disturbing truths lie in the depths of the basement prison? What are they walking into? And more importantly, can they walk back out? It's time to find out in Roll Plus Pod. Back again another week. Episode 30. We've done a whole 30 of these. I can't can believe it. Yeah. No. no. It's mind-boggling to me I'm, I'm i mean you're still here which makes me happy because this would be a lot harder to do on my own but i would still have given it a good go i don't know i think you could pull it <laughs> off with all the different accents you can do and stuff you know i mean yeah i would have gone insane in the process but... <laughs> <laughs> i'm imagining <laughs> hand puppets <laughs> the editing might have been easier though Maybe, but I, I think Alice is right. Even though this is audio only, I think there would have been hand puppets. <laughs> Just <laughs> for my benefit. Them. That's how I think you could the tine tarts and coronets thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this week we are jumping right back in. Last week you um, you walked into the uh, what seemed to be like a nicer looking guard room and and Amaranth antagonized a dead dwarf into getting involved. You had three floating screaming skulls that were not too much of a challenge, but then you also had the actual uh, spirit itself to deal with. And then partway towards the end of that uh, fight, you had the wonderful joy of Amaranth suddenly switching allegiances briefly and nearly pulverizing Avena against the wall. Um, Can we which... say, hold on, so it's not really switching allegiances, it's more like forceful mind control. I, just I mean, was, I'm not a traitor. It I wasn't voluntary. I never said it was voluntary cool. um, just, allegiance just switching. <laughs> it was just allegiance switching. <laughs> but yes, you managed to um, deal with the spirit and Amaranth shook off the effects of the compulsion that had overtaken her. Uh, you had a light, nice, touching, heartwarming um, moment and then you 
found uh, a, a possible secret alcove of some kind that unfortunately Emlyn wasn't able to get into, stepped across the corridor, and Lunamote had just knocked on the door of the room opposite. And that is where we're picking up this week. So, where just for my own benefit and for no other reason at all, who's standing where? <laughs> Tell me. No. <laughs> That's not how this works. Um, well, I guess I'm in the front because, you know, I'm knocking on the door. You are indeed, yes. Um, so in, in relative positions from that, where are you? Uh, I'm in the I'm with uh, in the corridor closest to the, the door to the room we just left. Okay, so somewhere kind of behind Lunamote, right? Yes. Amaranth, where are you? I'm to the left of Lunamote. So kind I of on the, on the portcullis side. Yeah. Okay. And then Emlyn? Um, I'll be to the right of Avena. So, like, oh. kind of back diagonal from okay. a little bit. Just get a bit of a. None of you t- took the option of saying, I'm not here, I've gone home. So, well done. Well done. Well, you never asked. Uh, okay. So, you knock on the door. There's a momentary hush. There is no response. Oh, fine. Here I come kicking the door. <laughs> Okay, you kick in the door. The door swings open, nearly falling off the hinges. The wood is so rotten and damaged. Um, And beyond, you see an empty room. There are there's some um, d- damaged furniture. There are some cots up against a wall. Um, along the uh, the westernmost wall, there is a winch built into the wall, um, and that is about it. Can I go in the room? You can go in the room. I go in the room. You I'll are follow. in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the room does just look like a um, a guard room that has seen a lot of disrepair. Um, doesn't look like the, the like quick glance. It doesn't look like there's any evidence directly of the same kind of um, conflict that you'd seen in the in the previous room. But this room is just in a state of disrepair in general, probably from the age. But yeah, so you've got a couple of cots that are damaged, a couple of like tables and chairs, and then there's the winch on the western wall. Can I try to see where the winch? is attached to are you trained in engineering <laughs> probably not i have a suspicion no. that nobody is nope none of you are trained in engineering so is no. there a portcullis somewhere well there's the portcullis there's uh, yeah there's one out in the corridor right next to the door you've just gone through yeah and, and it, is it open or closed it was closed oh can i try and winch uh you can uh what's your strength just out of interest. My strength. Your strength. Twelve. Okay, yeah, that should be fine. Um, like it, it, it takes a fair bit of effort, but you are able to move the winch, and um, those of you still in the corridor would hear this sudden, and then the portcullis start to raise. Nice. Can I um step into the room and just have a, a make a thorough inspection? Give me a perception check. That will be uh, twenty six. Yep, um, doesn't seem like there's anything that, um, that that apart from what is already there. There's nothing that seems um, hidden or or uh, not directly obvious. There is just these ruined pieces of furniture. Well, I guess not every room is going to be a cornucopia. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> uh, after a few minutes, though, of Lunamote um, move, um, like working the winch, it kind of locks into place like the winch almost like sinks in slightly as if there's some kind of locking mechanism and the um the portcullis is completely raised cool um i go back out okay. uh, so it definitely doesn't look I... like it's going to come loose no no, no it's it, it, it um like there is the it's not locked like can never be moved again but there is a, like it kind of recesses in to stop it from that from like accidentally um lowering again so if, if someone were to come in they could lower it very easily but it's not going to lower on its own okay that's what i was concerned about yeah um so beyond the uh portcullis you have what <laughs> looks to be a an arrangement uh it's kind of a the, the corridor moves onwards for a bit and then splits and goes um south and north um and it is just cells just loads and loads of cells that all seem like um every single one of them has the door um the, the, not all of them are open but every single one is unlocked 
Are they solid doors or like bars? Barred. They are barred doors. So you can see through them? Yes, yes you can indeed. Okay. Um, probably best if we stick together, but let's have a quick walk around, see if we can see anything in these cells. Yeah. Okay, sure. give me perception checks. Uh, 17. 17, Avina. I roll 21. 21, Amaranth. 24. 24, Lunamote. Uh, 26 of the natural 20. Yeah, I was also Ooh. natural 20. Very nice. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a huge amount. Um, the thing that actually kind of strikes your eye more than anything is that um, like many of the doors, um, like I say, all of them are unlocked. Many of them hang open. And there doesn't seem to be kind of anything inside them. Um, like at all there doesn't seem to be any uh remains there doesn't seem to be any um like uh pieces of furniture broken cloth um but emlyn and Mo would notice that there does seem to be significant fire damage uh, you can see where the um like the, the stone itself has been blackened um along most of the, the most of the exposed areas that you can see it seems that this area would was quite it was a bit more like was very heavily damaged by the fire. Not quite, possible? not quite to the extent of the 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 um the the cell block that collapsed. But clearly, this wasn't far off, though it seems structurally sound at the moment. So, presumably, the one that collapsed is where the fire started. Potentially, yeah. Okay, uh, but as you kind of go around, um, so yeah, there's loads and loads of these cells. Most of the doors are open, all of them are unlocked, and then there is a door to kind of the uh, where the corridors meet up again um, towards the south side of this cell block. There is, um, it is, it is a, a and a barred door, but it's a much wider one. It's a good like ten feet across. Um, at least the bars are the actual door itself is on one side of it rather than the whole thing. Um, and there seems to be a room beyond that that has um, an assortment of uh, various tables, um, instruments, weaponry, lots of um, assorted things on the other side of the bars. Is the door locked? It does not appear to be. How much of the room can we see through the bars? Uh, you can probably see about what you guess is about half of it, and it looks as if it's probably uh, 60 feet across, maybe, um, at its widest, and maybe 40 feet deep. I'm going to go with um, Operation Light Pebble, please. Okay. And um, log it through. You know, at, at what angle? Um, like, directly opposite you, or are you going to try and get it across, like, the diagonal of the room, or...? Yeah, let's do for... Trying to lob it to the furthest point away from me so I can see as, as have as much of the room illuminated as possible. Okay, give me... Uh, so it would be a ranged attack th- roll. It would indeed. And that would be a 12. Okay, so the pebble only like, gets about halfway across the room. Um, you can't quite get the angle and the uh, momentum behind it. But what you do notice is, yeah, the, there are a number of um, kind of tables in this room uh, along the walls that don't seem to be, while they, are, like, while they are definitely aged, none of them look damaged in the same way as the other furniture you've seen. This room looks to be in surprisingly and perhaps uncomfortably good repair um a lot of the tables have uh like i say various kind of weaponry some of them look like they have various tools or implements it's hard to tell um there is a large metal construction of some kind standing uh near the center of the room and then about 10 feet in front of it there is what you can only really describe as a stretching rack Mm. um that appears to have a uh, a corpse on it Oh no. So, torture chamber. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, the only way on is forwards, so can I gently push the door open? Yeah, the door opens. Okay, uh, I'm gonna recast light on Amaranth's sword. Because mm-hmm. obviously I had to cancel it for the pebble. Mm-hmm. And then, does somebody else want to take the lead? <laughs> Um, I'll, go first. I'll go first. Okay, so you step into the room. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um looking around the room and with the light cast from your great sword, you can see there are numerous tools of torture and torment that seem to decorate this room. There are cages along the north wall, like as you kind of come in, you can see that angle of the room. There are cages uh 
that are suspended from hanging chains. Um, there's the stretching rack. There's a large wooden tank to one side of the fire pit nearby. Um, on the eastern side, so closer closer to the door, the metal object seems to be a um, uh, an iron maiden. The lid closed, and it has this stern decoration on the outside of a tormented woman. Um, on the stretching rack, you can see that there is the broken and twisted skeleton of a human dressed in a tattered guard's uniform. Um, the body is surrounded by several discarded knives, branding irons, pliers... Um, and a large blood-stained wicker basket sits at the head of the rack. Can I do a perception check? For what? What are you looking for? Any signs of movement. Okay, yeah, go ahead, give me a perception. Okay, so that was a 12. Uh, nothing that you can that you can see at all. Um, it seems to be the room is still. Okay. Um, I, I relay that back to everyone. Like, what? And then just kind of step a bit further into the room, like gripping my sword very tightly. Okay, um, yeah, you step into the room. It, it is. It's it's quite eerie. There is just it's it's very still. It's very quiet. There is just the the only the only th- the only two things really of note are this large iron maiden and about ten fifteen feet away from it this stretching rack with this. Uh, this skeleton in a guard's uniform. This place deserved to burn. Yeah. Give people clean deaths, not whatever this is. Um, um, can I cautiously approach the stretching rack? Mm-hmm. Can I throw a detect magic down ahead of me and I will make the necessary save? Will save, yes, please. Let's hope that luck persists. Uh, 17. Uh, okay, yes, uh, you cast the spell perfectly fine. You detect magic um, across. You are not detecting any magic. Okay. Um, it may be foolish, but it's something I feel compelled to do. I'm going to um, drop a dagger into my hand and attempt to cut down the body. Uh, give me a perception check first. Okay. <laughs> he says apprehensively. 27. Oh, very nice. Um, so as you kind of get closer, like close enough to cut the body down, um, you notice that um, this 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 particular individual does look to have been tortured quite violently prior to oh, his death. Oh God, it's going to be prior it's to the their death. Uh, there are broken bones. The, um, the hands have been completely severed. The hips and shoulders have been dislocated. The jaw, particularly, has been shattered, and sitting in the jaw is a um, a metal badge of some description. Um, numerous long, thin needles seem to have been driven into the body near the eyes, ears, elbows, hips, and knees. And sitting in the pelvis mm. of the skeleton, there is a collection of keys. Is okay. That- that's a, that... a descriptive touch I don't know how to feel about. <laughs> if if that's the warden, we should lay him to rest properly. I mean, that is... burn yeah, that's... the remains at least. We can't leave him like that. No, I was going to cut them down. Like, even if it wasn't the warden, no one should be left like that. No. Um, do you mind giving me a hand, Amaranth? Yeah, so, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd be able to hold this myself. Um, if you get ready to catch, I suppose, I'm going to cut the bindings free. Yep. Okay, um, so as you do that, I'm going to need both of you to make a perception check, please. Another one? Yes, another one. Okay, eyes don't fail me now. (laughs) 22. Um, That would be a 28 with a natural 20. Ooh, very, very nice. Um, Avina, you're not quite as quick to notice this, but you do see it, whereas Amaranth, those honed skills over the many, many years of your service in Last Wall, you immediately notice that the uh, the wicker basket moves slightly, and you see fingers coming over the edge of the lip of this basket. And I'm going to need everyone to roll some initiative in a moment. So first, I'm going to place you if I do... Uh, that so we've got Amaranth roughly there, Avina roughly there. Uh, I can't see anything. 
I'm, I'm adding you give me a moment <laughs> uh, I've put you to uh, Emily and Alina by the door but just let me know mm. roughly where you were incidentally this square here is the one that has the um, the metal uh, iron maiden in it I just haven't oh I have got a thing for it so you can see where it is is, is uh, this why um, is the iron maiden in a circle thing. of bad guy because I, I I needed a way that would um that wouldn't that would affect the pathfinding algorithm for moving tokens around because unfortunately mm. if I put it on the map map it doesn't know that it's there. I mean it's <laughs> definitely haunted. It's an Iron Maiden in a <laughs> spooky torture chamber. It, it's just a given that it's haunted. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, that that square that's just in front of Amaranth is the one that has the um the it, it, it is that that is the rack. Yeah. Okay. So um I am going to oh give me a moment. I haven't yet added you to the tracker so ba, ba, ba. i can't wait for the iron maiden to become animated and try and like swallow us into it that's gonna be terrible oh okay it's added your thing anyway so uh give me some initiatives what have we got uh i've got 14 14 for lunamote uh, i've got 22 Ooh, 22 for emlyn i have hey. a 22 a 22 for amaranth as well okay so uh, what are your initiative bonuses emlyn and amaranth what what's your uh, initiative three. bonus Mine's free, also. <laughs> okay. Um, Do you want the decimals? Because it's three point not three. Yeah, that that the 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 the, the not three is the uh, initiative being ad- is your initiative bonus added. So you get to choose which one of you goes first. Uh, but this I'm this right, choice will happen. A bit closer. The, I say it's the same choice every round, just so you know, so you can't change it later. So you want Amaranth to go first? Sure. Okay, let's change that to that. Okay. Uh, sorry, and then Avina, what did you get? Eight. Eight, okay. Uh, so then... You... Am I supposed to be staggered? Uh, no, that was left over from last um, okay. uh, last round. So this is a surprise round, just to be aware. Um, so uh, only Amaranth, Lunamote, and possibly other things will be able to go first. So Amaranth, you, have, um, you see... So the basket is kind of to the north... Uh, side of the of the um, the rack, so there is some kind of movement coming from the basket this side, and you see fingers curling over the top of the the basket. Can I try and kick the basket over? Uh, yeah, give me an unarmed strike. Okay, so the thing is, I don't know if it's undead or anything, so I guess I don't get any of those bonuses. For, uh, the basket itself is not undead. I think no, you but can... like the thing inside it. <laughs> Obviously. You're kicking. You're, you're kicking a basket. You're not okay, kicking well, the thing inside. A, it's a nine. I don't know. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's that's good enough. You you like you kick the basket over, um, and you see two severed hands roll across the floor that seem to twitch and move and then right themselves. So they are crawling on the fingers, and that is your action because it's a surprise round. So uh, Emlyn, you are unaware. Lunamote, you are unaware. Avena. Uh, hmm. I, so I saw the um, those things spill out of the basket. Oh, everyone can now see them, um, yes. but you're just already aware, so you're therefore able to act. You've got one well, standard the, or uh, one move. The thing has really let himself go. Sorry, a bleak Adam's family reference there. Um, <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Um, let me just check the description of a certain thing to see mm-hmm. what its targeting space is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it daisy? Um, oh, it's not letting me see. Show me the thing. Uh, five. That's what okay, yeah. Um, can I cast positive pulse, please? Uh, you can. Where are you casting it? So it's a five-foot burst, and it's within mm-hmm. close range, so I'm going to put it um, on top of one of the hands which will hopefully will that catch the other hand in the splash zone five foot burst would be that yep i would like to do it like that then please send okay. hand so it, it splashes onto the other one okay so will saves is that right it is indeed because i'm making a spell 16 uh wait is that is that the dc no no, 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 was, no, no. Oh, 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 oh sorry for that I one yeah no that's cast that yep sorry yeah that's fine too many will saves no i, I meant i have to do a will save is that right for that spell? um for that spell <laughs> you have to do a should have read ahead uh will yes okay uh so there is a 15 nope and a seven nope okay so what is the effect 
Uh, they take 1d6 points of... Oh, my God, the thing keeps closing while I'm trying to read it. This is really frustrating. Um, <laughs> it takes 1d6 points of damage plus one point for every two caster levels, um, and it is positive energy. So if you click to cast that, it should roll it for you. Uh, yes. Uh, so that is... Where is the damage? Did it not roll? No. No. I was worried it might do that because uh, obviously it has two effects, that spell, doesn't it? So just roll 1d6. So it'd be 1d6 plus 1, yeah. Okay. Um... <clears throat> okay, well, that was a natural 1. Plus okay. 1, giving 2. Okay, two points of damage to both of those from the positive pulse. Do they have any other... Hang on, let me check there's no lingering effects. Um... Not that I can no. see in that description, no. Okay, um, so that is your action. That brings us to the first crawling hand, uh, who is going to... 5, 10, 15, is going to come there um, and is just going to chill there. And that brings us to the second one, who is then going to come here and just chill there. And then top of the round, Amaranth, there is one hand that is crawling across the floor towards you and is by your feet. Can I do a knowledge religion check? You may indeed. Um, is it my favourite enemy? <laughs> Uh, it, 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 it is um, sure. um, it is undead 12 okay um, you don't know a lot uh, it is definitely an undead creature of some kind but you can't tell much more than that you, you would know that it has the um, the same resistances that all undead have uh, but you can't tell much more about it you've never really come across them you may have heard of of hands being animated beyond death but you don't know a lot about it unfortunately cool i'm gonna try and put my sword through it okay give me an attack roll um so that was a crit oh oh a crit, critical threat very nice and um, what's the, the confirmation uh confirmation was oh it's seven but i get my bonuses i'm guessing it doesn't get added automatically it so doesn't add the bonuses no yes right nine uh nine unfortunately not enough to confirm but still a hit Cool. So, in terms of damage, it's damage from attack one and not for critical confirmation. Yep. So that would be um, nine points of damage. You smash that hand into the ground, and it is in pieces. Good. <laughs> uh, yes, it is very easy for it to not to, to do deal with it. Uh, that does bring a, you've got movement though, if you wanted it at all. No, I'm okay where I am. Okay, Emlyn, you are up. You can just see that the, the, you saw one hand crawl across the ground towards Amaranth. She just swings this great, uh, this glowing greatsword, we should point out, because obviously it's had a light cast on it. Mm -hmm. This glowing greatsword smashes it into the ground. It is destroyed, but there is another one you can just about see underneath the rack crawling towards Avena. Okay, okay, right. I'm going to run over to the other side of the room just to try and get a better view on it. Am I able to see it from where I am? You can see it, but it would still have some cover from the rack because where oh. your eye line is versus where the creature is. Cool, that's fine. And I'm going to take a pistol shot at it because why not? Okay. Uh, ooh, how far away is it? Oh, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool, so a point black shot gets added on. To use a Star Wars reference, this is rather like uh, bullseyeing womp rats from your speeder. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, a little. 23 to hit for touch. I think that might do it, yeah. 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 Uh, that is six bludgeoning and piercing damage. Okay, like you take off like the um, like one, like the, the ring finger of this hand and it kind of seems to stumble a little bit, but then it almost adjusts in its standing and it seems to still be still be alive Ooh. or whatever okay, form of life it is. Um, Please say it flips them the bird in response. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need... Amaranth, to give me a will save. No, I knew it. Sorry, I knew it wasn't in. No, <clears throat> I knew it wasn't in an enemy color for the random <laughs> excuses of whatever crap you came up with. I knew it. Of so, course not. Come on. That was a thirteen. Okay, you 
some, something catches your eye and you hear this creaking sound. And as you turn, the Iron Maiden has opened ah. direct, directly towards you. And inside, you can see Kendra. And you don't know, you, you can't process it. You don't know what's going on. All you know immediately is, I need to get her out of there. Fine. And you rush towards the, um, um, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, uh, on your turn, you will rush towards the, the, um, the, the Iron Maiden. Can you stop making me do shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, I take that. I, I, I'm, I'm lying to you. It, you must do it now. Oh, fuck. You must move towards it now. Uh, you rush towards it. As you get close, as you get next to it, you, you suddenly get this force behind you that seems to push against you and you go into the Iron Maiden. Oh, fuck. I am going to need you to make a second will save. I said this would happen. Why am I? Fuck. Okay, hold on. Can I use an edge to re-roll for myself? You should say it before you roll. Oh, Unfortunately, right. you have to choose before you roll. You can't wait until you've already seen it. I forgot. Cool. What, what, a, did, you, what did you get? Okay. Um, you... So the, the you you get pulled into the Iron Maiden. The door closes. You immediately have this knowledge that, of course, it wasn't Kendra. It was an illusion. It wasn't really her. And as the Iron Maiden closes, you feel these spikes digging into you. They're not. You can't see any even as it closes, but you feel them digging into your flesh. And your Constitution score is permanently reduced by six. <gasps> Holy shit! Oh. Okay, I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to talk me through character sheet. I've 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 done it for you. Oh fuck! Ooh. Fucking hell! What like would forever? That, would like would like greater <laughs> restoration fix that? Or? You have absolutely no idea because all you have seen is Amaranth run towards the um, Iron Maiden, trip seemingly inside, and the Iron Maiden has slammed shut around her. And now it's Luna Moat's turn. I'm gonna scream out Amaranth first of all. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna um um um. This is my first round, isn't it? It is. So you have. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, oh no, yeah, because you weren't active during the surprise round. So yes, you are staggered. No. You can take an action or you can move. I'm gonna. I'm ah. Uh, Holy crap, I have no idea what to do. Um I'm just gonna run towards the Iron Maiden and that's literally all I can do. Okay, Avina, you have a crawling hand next to you and you've just seen Amaranth run, get pulled into the maiden and it closed and she screamed out. Yep. Um need to help. But can't ignore a crawling thing next to me. Um, can I make a full attack with both of my claws, please? You can take a full attack. So that is that will be your full. Uh, it's a full round action to do that. Just so you're aware. Yep, that's fine. Okay, take both your swings. Uh, that would be just for the sake of um, how it's coded. That would be the, the the two claws button you gave me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Would it? And then for the box, is going to be single or full attack? Full attack. Full attack. Okay. Um, oh god, that's a lot of numbers. Right. So, so, so it should show you attack number one and then attack number two underneath. Yep. Attack number one is a seven. Unfortunately, that is a miss. And a zero. Unfortunately, also a miss. Yeah. I think I was kind of doing that frantically because I wanted to get it over with, so I'd go and help them. <laughs> yeah. No. Unfortunately, because um, because you're taking multiple attacks, they take the um. It, it counts as two weapon fighting, so there are penalties on the attacks. No, I know, but I, it was a move of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then that brings us to the hand, and it is going to try and claw at you. Um, this is the that, definition of a bad touch. <laughs> that is a nineteen to hit against AC or touch. I guess AC. No, it's, it's, it's swinging. I say yeah, swinging. It's clawing at you. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, that is two points of uh, slashing damage. Anything else nasty hidden away? Uh, no, that is that. That's it. That's all it does. 
Um, you make me take a fortitude save for some like you know insta death poison that kills me in two rounds. No, nothing at all. Just a, just a, just a friendly little tap across the knees. Um, <laughs> Amaranth, it is your turn. You are currently technically restrained inside the Iron Maiden. Um, I have a question. So I'm looking at my character sheet to escape from mm-hmm. this, and I can help but notice um, the curse of the Morning Maiden. Um, yep. <laughs> care to elaborate on this that that's the effect that has reduced your constitution by six i see um i feel like there's nothing i can do uh well you um you can try to escape and there is the uh, escape artist um skill that you can try to escape or you could try to like force your way out through brute strength or like it depends on what you on how you want to try to react to the situation i'm gonna try and force brute strength because i can't use my escape artist because it's minus one (laughs) okay so give me a strength check 10 uh, unfortunately you don't know whether it's the panic of the situation because you've in a way you do feel completely helpless like you can't you, your weapon is too big for you to even like move with it like you can't so there is this helplessness about the situation um so you don't know whether it's that or whether it's the the sudden pain that you're feeling and the weakness that comes with it but you can't muster the strength to try and push your way out you feel locked in place unfortunately um and that will then take us to Emlyn. Right. I've got an idea and I don't know if it's going to work. Um, right. With the horn siphons, mm-hmm. it says they have to be used within the same round that a haunt manifests. Yep. Is that just in a space of until the haunt's next turn? or it's Essentially, it's within within six seconds of the haunt doing something. Okay. So as long as the haunt has taken some kind of action and you do it within six seconds, then you're fine. Cool. Does this feel haunty? Um, are you trained in religion? <laughs> no. Then you can give me just a straight intelligence check, but the DC is going to be high. Okay. Uh, this is probably going to go amazingly well. Uh... Um, before you roll... I've already rolled. Okay. <laughs> it's a 17 your best guess is probably cool um, then I'm going to sprint over and as mm-hmm. part of the move I can pull something out of my bag you can yeah wonderful I will grab my horn siphon that I have okay and I'm gonna activate it okay so it deals 3d6 points of positive energy damage to a single haunt. You're going to have to type that in because it's I haven't set the item up properly. So if you just type okay. in slash roll 3d6 and tell me what you get. Uh, 12. 12. 12. 12 is enough. <gasps> the Morning Maiden, as it is called, opens up and Amaranth collapses on the floor but there is still a crawling hand to deal with lunamote yeah 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 what are you, do- what are you gonna do lunamote it's your turn. oh sorry i didn't <laughs> mean to that was all um, sorry no I'm... it's yeah it's your turn okay right um it's fine lunamote was in shock no i i didn't hear chris say anything i just heard <laughs> there's still a crawling hand to deal with and then silence right. okay <laughs> i'm gonna turn to emlyn and go have you got her yeah. And then I'm going to nod, run over to Avina. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stab the hand. Give me a stab roll. Five. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not quite enough. Uh, yeah, Avina, you're up. Yo, um, I am going to take a five foot step away from the hand because mm-hmm. it's gross. Yep. And I hate it. <laughs> um, going to the uh, pack up my other hip, going to pull out a playing card, give it a throw. Okay. Charge it with arcane energy. Give me an attack roll. I give you thirteen. Unfortunately, it is a miss. You just the hand kind of just like dodges to the side and it smashes against the um, the the stone slab beneath it. Okay. Uh, so you've still got. A f- oh no, you've taken. A f- you took it as a five percent step, so you didn't get an attack opportunity. So then that is the hand, which is then going to slash at Lunamote. That is a ooh, twenty-four to hit. Yeah. That is two points of slashing damage. 
Oh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, then that brings us to the top of the round. Amaranth, you are currently prone um, because of falling out of the Iron Maiden, but you are outside of it and still feeling very weak. Um, what does prone do? Can I use so, your move and attack? Yeah, you, um, you can spend your movement action to stand up. Damn, okay. Um, I, I stand up. Okay. That's all I can really do unless I can... Can I just use my standard action just to get closer to the hand? Yeah, you can, yeah. I'll do that then. Like, stagger forward. Okay. Um, Emlyn, you're up. Uh, right. <laughs> Okie dokie. I don't think I've got anything to help permanent ability drain, which is great. Wonderful. Because potions of restoration, lesser restoration specifically say they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right. Um. Um. Oh god. I'm gonna move down so south. Yep. So you're kind of like edging down to the wall, like back up against the south wall, yeah. looking out across the whole room. And I'm gonna take a shot at the hand. Okay. Not. Okay. Nothing else I can do that's helpful. Oh, the button wasn't staying still long enough for me to press it. <laughs> there we go. Oh, fucking eight. Right. Um, an eight, unfortunately, is going to be a miss. Yep, that's that's fine. Okay. Um, that brings us to Luna Moon. Gonna stab it. I'm just going to try and stab the hand. <laughs> Give it another go. Go on, then. 22? Oh, I think that might just do it, yeah. Yeah, it's only two damage, though. It only had one hit point left. <laughs> <laughs> the, shot em- the shot Emlyn gave it earlier reduced it to a single hit point. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, you... pin it to the floor. <laughs> so the, 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 the hand is goes completely limp and is dead and amaranth is just just looks weak um anyone who's nearby give me a perception check so the two of you so that'd be avina and luna moat because you're right next to her 10 14 um avina as you're kind of like looking at amaranth you notice that all across every bit of of like flesh that you can see you can just see what look to be like dozens and dozens of deep but bloodless puncture wounds. Can I ask a question? Yeah. You know the scroll of inflict light wounds? Yeah. It says um, that it heals points of damage and then with, sorry, inflicts points of damage and then for Mm -hmm. undead, powered by negative energy, it heals a like amount of damage. Can I specify Mm -hmm. what damage it heals? No, if it if it doesn't specify a type of damage, it means hit points and right, hit points okay. only. That's annoying. Yep. Okay. And right. I would l- anyone who is trained in um, heal, give me a heal check. Oh, is that? Yeah. Anyone who's trained in heal, give me a heal check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Heal, heal, heal. Twenty-four. Ooh, Twenty-four. Twenty-three. 23 um so avina you're i think you're kind of like a bit taken aback like just shocked by the whole thing because it just you already feel like the bit of the like sometimes the weaker part person in the group but now you can see that even amaranth looks taken low by whatever has happened so i think you're just a bit stunned by the the shift in dynamics um emlyn and lunamo you notice that from your understanding of uh of of the, the, the person's body um, and also the things that you've already experienced in terms of different kinds of effects that weaken you this does not appear like anything you have seen before um, and you have no idea how to fix it in terms of mechanics what i'm telling you here is this is not ability damage this is not ability penalty and this is not ability drain this is something else Curse. This mean that means it's not something we're going to be able to fix easily, is it? There is nothing you are aware of that would be able to fix this damage. What about Father? <laughs> I, I think that'll be the next entirely. point of call. Um, may I ask? I don't know. I, hopefully, this is not metagaming, but I'm curious. What is um, Alice? What has Amaranth's constitution gone down to in total now? Can, can I tell them? 
Yeah, you can. Um, what is it like? What my hit points now are? No, no, your 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 constitution score. No, it's currently minus three. Ha! Huh. But it, that's the modifier. The actual oh. score is four. Oh, four. Sorry. Four. Minus three is minus three. Doesn't you, um, you hit one more so, point of negative damage on that, you are done. Um, I say, so just to so just to put out there, so at the moment the constitution score is four, which means your modifier is a minus three. Yep. Your hit points have therefore gone down. Your your current hit points and your maximum have gone down by six. Mm-hmm. And it also means now that if you do drop below zero, if you get to minus four, you are permanently dead. Okay. <laughs> You're really pulling out all the stops today, aren't you, Chris? Unfortunately. You what happened? <laughs> Chris did not like the fact that Amaranth got away with no damage in the lopper. Clearly. <laughs> this is yeah. a, clearly a vendetta that you got. It's, you know what? It's been a really bad day for Amaranth. I've, you know, oh, forced to oh, wow. attack a friend, nearly died trying to save, you know, the, the daughter of a dead friend. <laughs> in all my time, you know, in Last Fall, I've seen comrades die. I haven't had to deal with this shit ever. Is you know that's kind of what's just going through Amaranth's like mind. Like, what's even the point anymore? It is. It's been a bit of a day. It's been a bit of a day. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um. Uh, Incidentally, anyone who is trained in religion, please give me a religion check. Is that me as well? <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you as well. Okay. Your body may be weaker, but your brain is still as sharp. <laughs> we hope. Uh, I can give you a nine. That's a twenty-three from me. Ooh, very nice. Um, Within that twenty. Uh, so, Amaranth, you would know now that you're no longer being affected. You're very, very well aware that the maiden was a haunt. Um, obviously, you didn't see the haunt siphon get used, so everybody else would know. What you would know, however, from that um, that check, it is highly likely that by tomorrow the haunt will become active again unless you can find a unless you can find a way to permanently destroy the energy that is powering the haunt it is highly likely it might re- it might coalesce i'm obviously going to relay that to everyone um i think we need to destroy everything in this room because if we have to you know, if we come here, if we come through here again, if we're not successful and we've got to run, if we've got to go back now, anything, this is going to happen again and again and again until we deal with it. I could try to find out what is causing it, this thing's energy. Do you mean that um, spell that you do that lets you see things? Yes. Um, I might be able to find out what is causing the or what caused it to be imbued with the energy. Be, I want to say, be careful with that. That's potentially something. I know. Quite horrific. You might have to watch. I know, but what if someone gets hurt down here again? What if? No, I I agree with destroying it. I just. What if that will restore? Let's see if we can find anything in the room first before you take that option. How does that sound? She sort of pauses and looks at everyone else to see what they're thinking. I mean, last time you did that on the grounds, um, didn't particularly go well. But I saw what we needed. Yeah, be one less afterwards. I don't think if anything happens to you, I'm strong enough to carry you out this time. So I think it should be a last choice. Okay. It's not any just. No, I, I, I know. It's not I any just, doubt in your skills. Just. Don't I know. It's not that. I just. I want to fix it. I know. Um, Chris, what would I know uh, in terms of knowledge about the 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 about destroying haunts permanently? Every single haunt has its own way of being destroyed. Like every instance, not every type, every instance. Mm-hmm. So you might have two different, like using cold spots as an example, you might have two different cold spots that seem to act exactly the same way, but they've got completely different ways of being permanently destroyed. But it's a specific trigger, essentially. Yeah, there will be a specific thing, um, and it could. It, it, you have no way of knowing how convoluted or simple that that might be. Just follow this twelve-step program. <laughs> um, right. I want to honestly. I want to finish cutting the warden's body down. Okay. Um, if I if I may. 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's not that's not an issue. So you, you can cut his body down. So yeah, the, the, so the, there's the the keys. There's the um, badge in his jaw. Um, all the thin needles that have been pierced in, um, and obviously his body as well. Um, can I take the gingerly take the badge, like trying not to disturb the body as as little as possible? Yeah, you can. I mean, you do have to disturb it a little bit because it is kind of like it, it. It it looks quite clear. They put the badge in his mouth and then slammed his jaw shut. Yeah, just um, so it is kind of wedged into the bone a little bit, but you can pull it out as respectfully as possible. Yes, I would like to do that. Okay, you have um, you have his badge of office. I'll add that to your sheet in a bit. Okay, um, so I feel like if we just if we split our attention, that might be the best thing. If if I'm I want to deal with, it's not right to leave the warden like this. So I want to deal with that. It could be linked to the maiden situation we don't know but if like if i deal with that if the rest of you want to look like look around and see if anything peculiar stands out that might be a way to shut down this thing permanently okay um i'm gonna look around for any like secret doors hidden passageways things like that seem to be a lot of those going on um i want to take his keys off of him Okay, so the the keys are uh, they're actually individual. It looks as though they may have been used as an, another form of torture implement. Um, like you can see oh. evidence on them. You see evidence of them where they they may have been um, heated in a fire and then sunk into the flesh. Um, but yeah, you have a you have a, a, a handful of keys. Great. Did I remember to pack anti back gel? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a bit of a shortage in Ustalav these days. Uh, yes. Uh, so, so sorry. Uh, so, uh, Avina is dealing with the body. Um, Luna Moat's collected up the keys. Who else is doing what? I'm going to walk over to the Iron Maiden, like kind of struggling to keep the limp out of my step, and I want to really closely examine it. So, like, a, I'm going to do a perception check on it. Okay, give me a perception check. That's a ten. Uh, part of it is your kind of. It's difficult for you, like the the experience of it, this weakening that you feel. Like there is a a trepidation about going back over to it, um, and it's, it it is a little bit difficult for you to to bring that strength into yourself to go to actually go back over to it. Um, your heart. It's hard to make out any details. You you get the feeling that the Iron Maiden itself may not be the thing you need to deal with to stop this happening again. That there may be something else in the area was, in terms of in terms of saying like like the iron maiden might have been the focus but it isn't the source if that makes sense um how many there was only the, the one corpse in the room or was there another because i thought nope. there was oh, okay. just 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 the one on the rack and um, there is evidence of where there um, may have been other corpses um like at various points um in the room but um, like in the cages towards the north and there are some um like um manacles built into the wall to the south and there's the, like there's the odd two or three bones scattered there but there's not like a full corpse okay May, maybe the the warden's the one causing this haunt he was tortured here he died a horrible agonizing death I but mean, his wife said that he'd gone yeah also that his but i mean we don't so the way haunts work as i understand them they're they're almost like a um uh, a sight, a, a spiritual echo of of a thing. It's not necessarily like I I think it could be possible that the events that took place here formed the haunt, even if the warden's spirit was able to stick around in a uh, sort of separately and help assist in keeping yeah. the other spirits suppressed. I think just with the amount of horrendous, just agony that was caused in this room, um, it's probably. A lot to deal with the manifest haunt. Maybe if we burn all traces of all remains, maybe I don't know if maybe burning's perhaps not the right thing to do, but they definitely need to be. It's a form of rest. Laid maybe to rest. We, um, maybe if we, I know none of us are like uh, clerics or anything, but maybe a little like blessing or prayer or something might, like, if anyone knows any ones to like any of the the ones to Phrasma, like any of the sort of general ones that. Yeah, probably couldn't hurt. I mean, I could try. I'm not a priest or a cleric, but I know some prayers. I'm sure any would be. Um, it couldn't hurt. 
And she sort of pauses for a second and racks her brain and then speaks out a prayer that she's heard at funerals previously. Um, one that speaks of peace and rest despite torment or hurtful things happening. So, question. Is this similar to what Luna Mo said at Laura Moore's grave? Because um, you, you, you gave a little prayer then as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, probably something similar, but not quite the same, because that was very much mm-hmm. special for him, but something similar right. in essence. Right. Okay. Um, so, okay. So you you, you say uh, you say this kind of short uh, prayer that you know you've heard Father Grimborough use at other um, funerals, a bit tweaked maybe to suit the the circumstances. Um, so then, what's actually happening with the with the corpse, so to speak? Just talk well, me through what your plan is there. I was going to use one of the bottles of holy water I have just to kind of like sprinkle it over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think basically any it seems like any form of purification might not be the worst idea and maybe hope that'll have an effect. Mm-hmm. I think okay. we should take the body upstairs back to his wife. It's either that or it's it's that or laying it to rest in some form. Um cremating it it is a you know, it's a it's it, it could destroy the anchor that's sort of tying this energy in. There um, is a kind of a brazier like makeshift fire pit um to the side of the room as well in the room you're in. Like I think I think the the key thing in some of this is intent rather than necessarily how it's done. As long as we're doing it with the intent of being able to lay them to rest, perhaps that's the key thing rather than I just think we should lay him to rest with his wife, his wife's body. At least then they are together. Now she's no, upstairs. It makes, it makes sense. Maybe we could put them both in the office. That's a safe space. Well, I mean, if we can, if we, I mean, I know this is a bit sort of short notice, but maybe if we, um, once we manage to wrap up here, if we move into the office office for now, obviously, I don't know how, do you ask a ghost if it's okay to move its body? I, I don't know really what the etiquette is there. Um, but anyway, if we, if we have them there safe until we've finished everything here, then once we've resolved it, maybe we can see they get a proper burial in town. Hmm. Chris, how will we know if we've successfully stopped a haunt? I will tell you. (laughs) To put it bluntly, I will let you know, because I'm not that cruel. Cool. Um, Yeah, I I think it's a good plan to take the warden back to his wife. Um, Would anyone have any objection to breaking down and chucking some of the other torturing implements into the fire? Oh, no, I'm happily... No, burn... If we're not gonna burn any, if if you know, if we're not gonna burn the remains, then I think we should at least burn the instruments. Definitely, yes. Cool. Okay, so which 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 would you like to do first? Because you've got, like I say, you've got a fire pit in the corner there, so you could burn the the burn the torture implements before you leave. Yeah. Or you could come back and do it. I think burn them before we leave. I'm gonna try and how much the the, the warden's body? What state of decay are we looking at? Is it full skeleton or? Oh yeah, it's it's full skeleton. Yeah. Is there like anything left can i sort of now i can now i have the sort of time to do it can i kind of look closely to see if there's anything else define else uh sorry that was very vague. <laughs> i mean just basically just inspect the body to see if there's anything we've missed that's physically there uh no the, the, there's there's the skeleton itself there was the badge in its jaw there was the keys in the pelvis and there are tatters of a uniform and that's it okay um, oh, and, and and the thin needles that were pushed through to the bone I'm gonna pull everything out that was sort of jammed in there, mm-hmm. just and then, yeah, remove all that and maybe just like cross the arms over. I mean, it's a skeleton, so um, once you start moving it too much, they're not exactly connected. There's no ligaments anymore. Okay, I will not move. I will not do that. Then. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're planning to move him, you're pretty much moving him as a bundle. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll pull all the the instruments out of him. Okay, look. Uh, so yes, there is the fire pit in the corner that you can use to burn whatever you wish. Is it lit? No, because it would have had to have lasted 50 years. I, I feel like most fires don't fuel themselves. Well, magic to do. <laughs> um, there, yeah, there, there is a fire pit in the corner. And as you go over, you do see, um, like, actually in the bottom of the of the pit, you see um, 
Now, at first, it's hard to make out what they are. It looks like they almost might be pieces of charcoal, but actually, when you get closer, they are um, steel spikes that look to have been sh- like sawn off of something. Oh, these have to have come from the from the maiden, right? It was pretty spiky inside of her. But so, did you? Did you? I mean, the maiden is open. You can see that there are no spikes inside. It looks as oh, if they have been. I thought I got stabbed. You did, but there are no spikes inside. Interesting oh, spikes. I, it, this surely this is this has to be connected in some way. Because you said, did you you felt you said you felt spikes, Amaranth? I mean, isn't there was bloodless puncture wounds? I, I'm it, it really 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 hurt. There's not a lot more I can put into that. I it I felt it digging into my skin through you my can- skin. You can still see the wounds. The wounds are still yeah. there. Like they have, they haven't faded at all. You still like, there is not a, there is not a drop of blood, but you still have all of these wounds. Yeah, it just yeah. Yeah, this. Hmm. I'm gonna um, having hopefully finished pulling all the needles and stuff out. I'm gonna can I sort of walk up to investigate the mm-hmm. closer. Yeah, like, I mean, do the do the the spikes pit have been burnt? Possibly. Okay. They're in the bottom of the fire pit. Uh, is there a set of tongs nearby for stoking the fire pit? Yeah, there's 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 equipment nearby, yeah. As well as obviously all the various torturings. Try not to think about those bits. Um, mm. Can I grab a set of tongs and like gingerly pull the spikes? Yeah. Out? Yeah. And, like make a pile of them. Yeah. There's about maybe twenty total. Like nowhere near enough to fill the whole Iron Maiden, but. And nothing happens. No. No. Okay. Um, let's get that fire started and. Maybe it'd be worth destroying these things. It, sure. There this seems to be a, there's a trend in kind of magic sometimes where uh, things can be symbolically linked by being, you know, a, a part can affect the whole. So potentially this these could be the the source of the energy inside the the maiden since they came from it. So maybe if we destroy them. I mean, you don't need to justify it. We already said, okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Let's get this fire going. I want to get out of here. Yep. So, Intelli, what are you using to build a fire? I have some more lamp oil on me to start to, to okay. fuel it. So, yeah, if uh, you if you if you mark off a pint of um, lamp oil, you you that that would that would create a n- enough of a fire with what is remaining in the fire pit. Um, is there any like old wood around here? The table. There, the yeah, there, there is some. Like I was said, there's there is there is some fuel nearby, but it's just it's damp enough that you would need the the the, the oil as well, just for it to catch mm-hmm. light. But you so you've got enough there to build a fire, um, just with the lamp oil to help. So what is going in the fire? Enumerate uh, your list of things to me. <laughs> everything that was jammed in the warden that mm-hmm. shouldn't be there, apart from the badge mm-hmm. and the keys, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Um, I feel like the spikes from the Iron Maiden are definitely going in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, any any weapon or instrument that appears to have been used, so like it has like blood remaining on it, like dried blood, or just, uh, is anyone object to just shoving everything in the fire? Because all this stuff in here is going to be tainted. Burn everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything loose is going in. Okay. So you spend about half an hour collecting everything up making sure you're not missing anything putting it into the fire um making sure that it is fully like melted or broken down or whatever um and i would like everyone to roll me uh i'm gonna say perception check okay i'm glad it wasn't a save 15 fully in a moat 15 gremlin 26 Oof, very nice. So nine. 26, 15, 15, 9. Okay. So everybody apart from Amaranth, who I think is quite distracted by the... Yeah. The, yeah, the horrible experience you've had um, in general today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see, as you're kind of putting... The, not so much the uh, the spikes, but where as you put the, the, the torture implements from around the room into the fire, there is this very slight tangible feeling of like a release of energy and as the last one goes into the fire the room just seems to feel slightly more at ease and you have effectively completely destroyed the iron the morning maiden haunt 
Oh, yes. good. Unfortunately, Amaranth is still affected, oh. although it does seem to feel weakened somehow. Well, that's good. But the haunt itself will not return, just so you know. Yay. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Okay. See a victory. Yeah. A happy ending for once. I'm kind to you sometimes. Um, <laughs> that traumatized. After um, everything, this a skeleton. No. I must say, I'm kind to you as a group. I've clearly been horrific to Amaranth. I think you were upset by the smug victory dance. <laughs> I think I really? must have been. Our intro music is The Descent by Kevin MacLeod. Our outro music is Unpromised by Kevin MacLeod. Find more of his music by visiting incompetech.filmmusic.io. The other music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape, providers of epic sound effects, ambience, and background music for tabletop RPGs. Visit sirenscape.com for more information. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Carrion Crown Adventure Path are owned by Paizo Inc. and are used under Paizo's community use policy. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo and the Pathfinder role-playing game, visit paizo.com. 